Welcome to the Haya Podcast, where we talk about Asian experience in the Pacific Northwest. I am your host, Jackie Chen, and shout out to Miso Soup for the music. And I'm Brandon B. And uh, yeah, I'll be sure to add some Miso Soup in there, into the podcast. I always forget. Uh, been too lazy to do to, to do it sometimes, so I'll put it in this next time. And definitely start us off, we have... The Suns, uh, Brendan's team is letting us him down a little bit. You want to explain what happened? No, it's okay. My team, for the record, has not been letting me down. First game with the honest back. It's only game one of the finals, so it's a it's a seven game series, best of seven. So there's still plenty of time for the Bucks to come back. But Giannis, I I really liked what I saw in game one from especially Giannis coming off a strained hamstring which he suffered in like game four or five of the eastern conference finals but Giannis, that injury looked like he was going to be out the rest of the playoffs but he has tremendous recovery and i just gotta say i'm mighty impressed with Giannis's ability to come back after injury and he is very he's a very durable player so I mean, he's only going to get better. He had, like, what, 22 points and, like, 17 rebounds. And he just returned from injury. So good signs. Well, we can say that about the Mariners as they got demolished by the Yankees game one, and then they're getting better at game two. But, yeah, Brendan, so what the heck happened at Chang's? Give it to us. Okay, so I've been telling everybody this. But uh, uh, recently at Chang's, uh, it was on Monday, where I got into it. I got into like a big ass argument with this uh, one customer, and it was it was just it was crazy. Nobody, I don't think anybody has seen me that mad before. Like I was furious. <laughs> like I, I started like I started matching his energy. Started like raising my voice a little bit. I will say. But this guy comes in, uh, black man. He has that that typical like L.A. like baseball cap, L.A. Um, like Dodgers or like any like the if you know GTA. So he comes in. He's talking on the phone, and then he goes straight to the food bar, and he's talking on the phone. While he's talking on the phone, he is the loudest person in the restaurant. Like everybody could hear him, even the other customers. Like the cook, everybody, all the servers could hear him, and so he starts going to the the bar, and then I'm I'm like, let me get you a seat table first, and so yeah, I sit him, and then so nothing really happens uh, up until that point. I like since he was new, he didn't know how we did it since we're a a buffet, or all you can eat buffet if you dine in, and so yeah, I basically explained to him like what we did, and. It, nothing really happened until like the the end of his meal where he started complaining it's always at the end when people start complaining about like getting a to-go box and since we're a buffet we don't do like you can't dine in and then get to go the same time so then he he's, he uh he like complains to our server who is working there uh shooching and then or yenchi and then he like comes up to the front to pay and then he's like he's like 
he's still complaining and then he he points at me since i guided him through like what you're supposed to do and he's like you said it was only a buffet and it starts like yelling at me and stuff (laughs) and the thing is like i'm like well it's it is a buffet but you can't dine in and take to go and this guy after after he's done eating and everything he says he wants a takeout which he never told us that at any point and he actually sat down and ate most of his food so like i don't understand the problem there <laughs> like he never he never brought up that he wanted to take out at all so yeah it goes on and then we start we start kind of getting into it uh, and then i literally point at since we have signs that says like takeout excludes dining and all the prices and stuff and then he comes up to he's like i'm paying 20 fucking dollars just for a couple bites of food and i can't take it to go and then he starts like he starts going off <laughs> and like i'm like pointing to the sign like there it is and it's just he he looks at he looks at the sign he goes where's the sign and then i i'm like right there bro and then and then i'm like and then i like i was like i was ha- i had enough so I'm just like, yeah, you can leave, dude. <laughs> so he's like, no, I'm not going to leave. Sorry, I'm a respectable man. I'll pay my meal. And then, so, yeah, we started getting into it. Um, I might have escalated a little bit because I, I was bringing the, the boss complex in there. Like, I'm the, I'm the boss. I'm the man, you know. <laughs> so then what happened was... I don't know. It was it was very weird because he he tried to threaten me, at in the in the argument, and then he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm just staying across the street, and I'm have my boys pull up on you and like put their hands on you, and then like do this and this, and, like try to hurt me and stuff like that." And then and then, I, like thirty seconds later, he's like, "I ask, I'm like, are you threatening me?" And then, and then he's just like, "Oh, I'm not threatening you. I'm just trying to match your energy." I was like, what does that even mean? And it, it's kind of weird because, uh, yeah, I was I was talking to my was talking to my coworker today about it because he wasn't there, but he I'm, I'm just like he's just like yeah that's kind of gay, dude. <laughs> so like if you if if some guys like I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put I'm gonna have my boys put their hands on you and I'm gonna put your hands on you and we can throw it down. I'm like that's kind of gay, <laughs> but it's like I don't know. It got pretty intense, and I was just I was just frustrated the rest of the night. Like I was mad, I was angry. I'm like, no one talked to me. Yeah, he he did he did leave after he paid, but he started arguing with me for like 15 minutes. It was it was just dumb. And then uh, the cook, uh, who we've had for a long time, the cook, he's just like, like in the middle of the, the argument, he's just like, yeah, just give him a box and get him, get him the hell out. It's like, come on, dude. This guy was, this guy was super disrespectful. Like, he, if he was talking on the phone really loudly, right? He, first, first second, he was talking about, like, drugs and meth and stuff. Next, next second, he's talking about, like, child support. It's very weird. And, it, like, Everybody could hear. He was. I felt bad for like the people that were sitting down at tables, because um, 
it's like they don't want to hear this guy like super loud and it was just it was just insane I've, yeah i apologize to some people some of the people that were there it, at least it was slow to whereas there wasn't like a big amount of tables that there would have been like an issue uh, caused like a big enough scene but this dude was uh, I don't know I just didn't like didn't like what this had to offer and then so today you're just talking about all the, the customer incidences we've had in the past super bad so there's this one time where it was like a black family and they had like six people and then like four of them walked into the restaurant first to to get a table and then we have at one of the locations we have big booths that fit six in at the very back it's like behind the bar and then so i asked i asked the family oh yeah is this okay if i sit you here because because of the space you know you can't sit like seat like six people at a four person table so then like i'm like i ask oh yeah is it okay if i sit you guys there and then like the family said yes but then like the other like two people walked in and then this this girl started like yelling at me because because she thought that was sitting them at them at the back of the restaurant because and then she was claiming that this was rosa parks i'm like come on man i'm asian <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're doing this is this is racism. This is Rosa Parks. I'm like, okay, uh, and <laughs> did you really say that? No, I didn't say that. But like, I, that's what I thought. I'm like, if you really think I'm racist, what? Didn't make sense. Like, I even asked. I have asked the other people in the party, is this okay to sit here? And they said yes. Wait, then how come those people didn't back you up? I don't know because because this was like this was like the mom you know or like you can't tell her you can't tell her like no or she's wrong wait they just sat there all the people who you talked to about this just sat there and say nothing they didn't even bother to calm no. her down no did, did they really. end up leaving the restaurant they didn't end up leaving we just moved them to a different table is there another table that fit six that was in the back no, we we have booths in the back. So how it works is each server gets like a section of the restaurant, right? And in the section that I was sitting at, there's no tables that sit, seat six or more people. So that was like the only table like for the server because we take turns um, whenever we seat the servers. We take turns each server. So it was like, oh, yeah, it's so-and-so's section now. So I can seat. And these guys have six people, so I can seat them in the like the big booths, and then yeah. Wait, how That's, did you de-escalate that though? I don't know. Like I, I got really, I got pretty frustrated. Uh, I got pretty emotional too. But the the manager came out and was like, and and handled everything. But I just like I was just like I literally I literally gave I literally gave the ticket to the server or the or like the manager and I said I'm done and then I just went in the back and stayed there for 30 minutes dang so much for part owner Brandon come on now I feel like in those situations it's kind of like it's just such a double-edged sword how like 
it's very it's not like you didn't consciously try to be racist or anything like that and then yeah. like in the back rosa park i'm like i would have been pretty tilted in general like <laughs> like what what makes you think that that you have the right to say rosa park <laughs> I mean, part of it's just too maybe like you know during COVID or just it wasn't it wasn't during COVID though. It was in the past. Yeah, it was in the past. (sighs) Yeah, I mean that like hey, racial tension's always high, and some people just don't want to be disrespected in any possible regards, and you know might be an issue for you, might be an issue for a restaurant, and I guess like. You just had to listen and kind of just take it as, you know, you're in the service industry. Yeah, it's like, of course racism is bad, but it's like there's some people who will think, um, like, about racist, uh, that every action is racist. Like, some to a degree, like, that's kind of too much. Because it's like, oh, you get, you're saying you're having it at, like you're eating at an Asian restaurant, you'll you get only get forks, and then it's like, and the guy's like Asian. It's like, <laughs> like every single action doesn't have to be like considered a racist act or part of somebody's color. But I don't know. Yeah. Then again, you guys are Taiwanese running a Mongolian grill, so it's kind of funny and. <laughs> just ironic at the same time and i think like for those situations you're like oh i'm so sorry here we go i think that'll just help you escalate but sometimes when you're like on the edge and you get tilted like that you're just like oh i don't want to deal with it right now here's the thing the person that came in on monday was super mad uh the black guy he like we said we literally um the host i was with eric he's like oh yeah i'm so sorry about that like you know the typical like apology and then and then and then this guy is still mad he's like he's pointing at me like what am i supposed to do i mean it's the rules uh you sat down you ate your food you can't take it to go it's literally the rules we have signs everywhere for this like for this in- incident and it's like he's still so I think at that point you just tell him like hey by the way this is a you know unlimited you should get more food but unfortunately you cannot take them to go i literally i literally i I told him to leave i told him to leave too i was just like i'm done with you you can just leave like i don't care if you pay don't don't you have the right to not serve someone don't you have that sign too yeah yeah so so like you know how the saying always goes like the customer is always right I mean, it comes from, yeah, to some extent, but it's not, it's not like in upfront service. It's more about marketing because if it's, it's more about like the supply and demand, whereas like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make something that somebody's not going to use. So the customer is right, only right when, I don't know how to say this, but like the customer is only right when they, they like demand a product and they get it like if if something was wrong with like a a toy then like the people or like if somebody wants to change something about a toy then like the people demand it something like this specific thing to be changed then i guess they're right in the sense that 
they kind of helped create the product. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think those situation really applies, and I think it's for the same reason you have we had the right to not yeah. serve someone. Yeah. And I guess like there isn't really like there's no like right answer, and I think the best thing to do is de-escalate and help them understand the just like the restaurant policies and like what this means. And if they don't, I think you can be like, well, I pointed at you at some signs. If you don't understand, you know, just like, I feel like some, sometimes you just give them a box and have them grab to go. Like, it just saves you a lot more hassle in the long run instead of having to argue. I remember being a Macy's salesperson. I remember she did not have a Macy's card. And she keep bugging me about having coupons and I was like usually only give coupons to people who has Macy's cards and I didn't know that like if you have Macy gift cards it's it, it has like the same privilege as a Macy credit card and so like for 30 minutes I'll be like hey sorry da, 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 da. and then at the end of it I was just like you know what like like one of my co-workers just came like I'll just give it to her and I was like oh boy Macy's might run out of business, but I guess that's the part of doing customer service because technically there's no loophole that says Macy gift cards aren't. And and so you just had to deal with that and be like, okay, you know what? It's okay. I'm, you know, their fail policy on their part, they're losing money. And at the same time, it's out of my control because some people are really smart. And of course, finding loopholes is just what a lot of people do nowadays. And so I think sometimes just give the customer what they want i think 80 90 percent of it and then of course there's 10 percent where they're just being an over pusher and that's when you're you set the boundaries really clear yeah you know or you can just like let me talk to the manager i don't know Yeah, it, it can get very, very chippy. Because if you're the boss, like, you're not going to let anybody like, get get away with stuff that you know. Or you can, yeah, I think even like, you can be like, okay, just because of misunderstanding this time in the future, if you ever do this again, you're not allowed to come back. Or like, you told them so. Like, I don't. Like, I don't know any other way yeah. to, like, handle this I think you can just, like, give it to him this time. I mean, this guy, this guy was already, this guy, no, I don't, I wouldn't give it to him if I did it over again. But he, he eventually did get it because he was complaining for, like, 30 minutes. And then Sal, and then the, the cook's just like, yeah, just get him out of here. But I don't think I would give it to him again because, like, first of all, he's very disrespectful. And the other reasons is just... Like, we have things in place for this, like, occasion. Like, we have signs. Nobody ever reads the signs that we have that says, like, takeout excludes dine-in and stuff like that. And, like, if some if somebody were to come after us, like, we have those signs up there for a reason. So. Right. I mean, I mean, of course, like I said, it goes, usually you give them the first time, and then you're like, okay, I hope we understand now there's no more miscommunication next time you come here we have your word that you won't be asking us to go or you can either pick to go or to dine in and then these are the signs and you know thank you for 
supporting chains. Yeah, even even that. Um, I don't know. I feel like even the first time, I I still wouldn't give it because that's like in business you have yeah, to set boundaries but there's right? a certain point where then, like you're spending more time trying to argue and dis- like, disrupt the atmosphere but like you know it's not like something you can just go in the back room and have this discussion like a business meeting yeah, yeah. like you like if you yeah, argue in front yeah. of other customers it just make you seem like the asshole you know what I mean like it's it's sometimes about setting boundaries uh, but at the yeah. same time about saving face and your marketing and branding of your restaurant like imagine if some if another customer see yeah. that like oh that's how you treat them if something doesn't go the customer's way you know they'll be like Ugh, yikes but like if you're friendly about it then all the customers I think oh, okay I, they did a really good job of de-escalating and making it i think ev- everybody in the restaurant knew this guy already coming in was pretty loud he's pretty like super respectful he didn't really didn't really care about much i think everybody knew what kind of person this guy was well you have no choice in. that's when you just find a way to be like okay see ya <laughs> those are people I mean, we want I did, say that I did I did say that and then he kept going on I'm like yeah you can leave I think, <laughs> yeah another t- another thing you can do is just like be like hey let's talk outside you're disrupting other customers so in that instance, you already yeah. like bring the mouse eye, and then if something doesn't work, unless, you just go back in. Uh, like, see a dude. Like, unless unless somebody has like some health health problem, then I will I I will kind of be more lenient. But even with health problems, like I still wouldn't a hundred percent of the time give them a to go box because it's like you know going into the restaurant, it's a buffet. And you're gonna pay for all this if if you're just gonna eat a little, just have like some of the sides or something. But like since it's a, a buffet, you already know going in that you're gonna pay for this, so it's still still kind of going over the rules. Yeah, I don't know. Some people just don't understand some basic social construct the buffet and lesson number yeah. one don't ever you bring your own like don't, ever, don't, yeah, so don't ever go into uh the restaurant business it can be it can be a pain i'll tell you that yeah restaurant business is not necessarily the move it's for not, most part of it it's not pretty yeah, yeah. but brandon next time i go i'm gonna bring my own tupperware dude tupperware why so i can grab it to go What do you mean? I just I just do what that black gentleman do, but instead of like throwing a hassle, I'll just grab them to go. Easy. We we have our own boxes. You can't like can't just bring in your own. Well, I'm box. gonna bring mine, Brandon, and That's then fake. if anything, I'll be like, let me speak to your mom. Let's let me speak to Mrs. B. There's no Mrs. B. My boss. <laughs> you know, my mom. I don't even know her my name. Mom's okay, a, my mom's a chain. <laughs> Okay, let's let's address Mama J. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, Brandon, you're so stingy. You won't even give me a discount and let me take some food home. Hey, it's not like you're gonna yeah. toss them out at the end of the day. 
Dude, that's literally what every single customer's excuse is. They're like, are you just going to toss out the food? I'm like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Dang, Brandon, you won't even let me grab something to go and you rather toss it out. Wow. Dude. What a homie. <laughs> hey, next time, next time, if you go with me, and I'll, I'll cover your meal. Yes, sir. That's fine. Yeah, I still can't believe it. That was a miracle how you even decided to get it at midnight. Midnight? Remember, like, our closing? Yeah. We, like, order right before it came. It's like 9 or 10. I completely forgot that Beaverton was more than, like, 20 minutes away from Oh, it's Portland. fine, it's fine. So, no, those, that's interesting. Yeah, I just, felt, now, I just felt bad for the cook. <laughs> yeah, I think nowadays I just, like, do a better job at just calling ahead and try to at least make some reservation. Yeah. Because of like, geez, like on our way back from Portland, we went to Cap Hill and everything was full. Even like the terrible review places, everything was like hour to like, oh yeah, by the way, everyone, the wing, we're not taking any more wait lists. So we like thought we we're going to get ramen. We should have just stopped by Federal Way to grab Korean food. But like, I think one of the guys was like, oh, I'm not feeling Korean. I want, I want, I want soup with noodles and then like pho but then everything closed at 9 and it was like 8.30 already so it was very unfortunate how when you're when you're traveling I think something you have to be really mindful is like making sure you clock in the time you eat because I remember we had brunch at 1 and then we went to the beach and then like as we were driving back we're like uh oh things are closed we should just like ate around yeah. before we left so those are things to consider listeners as you're you know doing road trips and you know you don't you're not fortunate to live in like a bougie hotel where there's 24 7 room service uh, yeah of course yeah are there any blacklists in your restaurant i don't think we have that but, like, there are people that, like, I feel like people don't get blacklisted at a restaurant, but it's just, like, they're not going to go in again, so. <laughs> I feel like some, like, some people who are petty will come in just to cause a havoc. Yeah. I feel like that's something I would do, just to, like, <laughs> but, like, I don't think I ever have the amount of disrespect to come and just completely screw someone over. Yeah, no. Like, I would just troll and, like, grab my own Tupperware like I was do but like I wouldn't make it a big deal out of it yeah I don't know how much food do you guys throw out every night I don't know we have like a big bins in the back but are they all compost no it's literally just trash oh oh wait maybe we have compost I don't know okay we literally yeah. just put I, like napkins I, in there and like food and stuff yeah, I feel like it should be more food scrap, especially, like, restaurants or, like... Because literally most of the things you have is food, and then everything else is, like, packaging or, like, boxes. Yeah. It is how it is. It is that way most of the time. And I guess it's weird because, like... For example, at the end of the day, if you're going to throw something out and someone asks if they can take some home, do you guys just like say no yeah we literally tell them no 
Interesting. Like, there's there's no yeah, there's no dining in and taking out. Cause nobody, cause you can't just you can't just since we're in all you can eat buffet, like somebody can't just like eat as much as they can and then like say oh yeah I want it to go box like that's just not how it works. Yeah, it's like weird cause like I feel like if I were to run one, if the food was gonna literally be tossed, I'd be like hey anyone want this as like a like a gesture like with Vanessa. Or Meraki when they close and they have extra boba or drink, she would just like make whoever's there a drink for free. I think that's a, that's a little bit different because, like, it you're paying for each individual item, rather than like us, we're an all-you-can-eat buffet, so we can't just like if one person were to get a to-go after they've dined in, it's like. Oh, then everybody else feels obligated to give them to go too, and that's just a whole waste of money too. That is true. Are there a lot of people at the end of when you guys close? There are some people who will like sit around for like thirty minutes after we close, and the the we don't have like the cooks like cook past the closing or have the buffet. Right. We do like like last thirty minutes call. before closing. Yeah, right? last call. And then, but some people will sit around for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then, as you're like cleaning up, yeah, the servers sometimes the servers just want to go home, you know? Yeah, I mean, part of it's just like the pencil leniency, but like I remember when I was working, when it closed and you had your food, you kind of let them sit around. You make sure like the kitchen closes early and then you're cleaning. And like at that point, you just start doing all the cleaning work and then like. I feel like the fairness is where you can be as loud as you want because you're closed. And then it's really not, it's, it's on them if they want to stick around or not. But like once you're start done cleaning, that's when you just boot them out. I think that's like my rule of thumb of when I'm closing. Yeah. And that's the same with Vanessa. Like even when they close, she doesn't like kick everyone out. She just do last call at like 9.55. And sometimes the the food delivery app cucks them so they have like seven eight drinks at like 950 that they oh, had to make yeah. before they close yeah and like yeah. she can't really leave until the person comes pick it up i have i have something against the food delivery apps it's it's like we like for example uber eats is what we have now um and it's like even when we're busy, we'll just get an order, and then we have to do it ourselves. So we like have the bowls and stuff, and then they tell us what they want from like the online order. And the thing is, Uber Eats takes a huge portion of the profit, and it's like most it's, and then the restaurant kind of gets cucked too, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's like we barely make anything, and on top of that, the tips that they get. I, th- I don't think they should go to the drivers, honestly. They should more go to the restaurant because the restaurant prepares the food. They do all this other stuff, and then the driver is just, like, driving around, you know? That's a hot take, Brandon. It is. It Like, it's just my opinion. But Yeah, I mean, the, as you Because the know, restaurant does most of the work. The- I... I yeah that's why what they do is they just jack up the price on the actual app so they actually at the end of the day make pretty much the same margin 
and then all the other fee goes towards Uber Eats, I don't know, Postmates, and all these other delivery services. And then like a small portion of it goes towards the driver, delivery driver, and then tips is essentially what they live off on. Yeah. It's like you think all these fee will go straight into the driver, but that's actually not the case. And it's really unfortunate. Yeah. I feel like and those companies kind of screw up the restaurants and stuff. Wait, do you guys do pickups then? You guys should just do that. No, we stop taking phone orders because it's like we're too busy to do those. But you're not too busy to do Uber Eats? We are busy to do Uber Eats sometimes. But it's like phone orders, it's like we have to like we have to write everything down and then it's it's way like more of a hassle than Uber Eats and I think we might stop doing Uber Eats soon. Cuz Is there a way to just like make it. make them order online and then just have them pick it up? I mean, the only way right now is Uber Eats. Dang, dude. I think if there's any way, I would suggest just like online do like a form and then have them pick it up so you guys don't get destroyed by the and then like but part like, of but the, the delivery app yeah the point of delivery is yeah, just like that is delivery <laughs> yeah unless you get, you hire your own delivery person too much money i mean you make it back if there's a lot of people that does it yeah but uh, or you just hire someone to help also so they also drive and also take the online orders yeah, I feel like that would be too much. Too much work. But yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see where the delivery is going when it comes to the future of how we dine. Because I guess people value convenience and, you know, people are getting a lot lazier in certain aspects. of They work so hard, they just want to chill and not to cook or eat from and then get food. It's really weird. I think part of just like, I don't think the future is going to be that many people trying to be socialized because of the internet and they're able to find their communities within the internet. And as a result, they won't necessarily want to go outside because of their like location. For example, you work cattles, but you also, I don't know, is part of the LGBTQ community and you don't really find that middle of Wyoming next to Kanye West and so there's really no point for you to go into your town to support anything when you can just like cook yourself at home and then go online and interact with all these people yeah the, uh, the online the online universe might have to be uh, an episode for a later date but yeah like I guess a lot of people are starting to go online and stay at home it's mostly subjugated to just work and then maybe a little free time. But during the free time, mostly people stay at home now. So I don't know. True. Speaking of free time, if you're free and you're living in Seattle, check out the app and go to Meraki Tea Bar, our lovely sponsor of this podcast unofficially. And of course, Working in a restaurant is literally a bunch of high yas, and I'm glad I did it when I was younger and underage, but 
Oh, yeah, that was so exhausting. Like, every day was honestly a battle. And, and like, I think that's when I had to hard wind down. Other, You know, like, when you're just doing school, you just kind of go to sleep. But for a restaurant, you have to, like, not do anything for a little bit and then go to sleep. Yeah, And, of restaurants? course, like, if you don't indulge in cigarettes or vape, you got to just, like, find other ways to release the stress. Yeah, restaurants, whenever you're working a full day... It's like you'll be super tired throughout the whole day. And it's not even like that you're working that hard. It's more of the, the hours that you put in. So it's like, I don't know. When I, on my break, for between lunch and dinner, like I go home, right? And then sometimes I'll like take a nap. And then like I'll, I'll be pretty good. I'll have energy throughout most like my break and through lunchtime. But then like it's it just hits you the whole like tiredness hits you like right before dinner and it is the worst thing like <laughs> like you it's like you're driving on your way back to work and then you're just like it just hits you and you're like oh man i'm tired is there a break room in the restaurant you, not really oh not at the restaurant i work at but like or the the location i work at right now but there's the the big booths where you can just literally just lay down and they're big enough for you to just like take a rest there Eh. wait does Chang's close around this time yeah it's closed right now I'm I'm about to head back in a little bit but it opens up at 5 again appreciate the grind what do you do to set up I I write a bunch of stuff on this like some sticky notes I, I clean, I count how much is in the cash register, I take out the trash, S- stuff like the, ho- the host do, the hosting job. Are you a, I thought you are a server, not a host. No, I'm a, ho- I'm a host. Oh, I see. Do you even need a server? Yeah, you, we do. We have... Uh, we have like other sides like we have white rice we have uh some like the the soups and we have like the the thin like pancakes slash like tortilla wraps and they just serve those and then they also serve drinks right because your place is like a bar yeah i guess yeah chang's buffet and bar i guess so yeah, you should change it to Chang's Mongolian Buffet and Bar. <laughs> I think. And then Go Hawks. Go Hawks, baby. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening to Brandon's stressful anxiety attack work situation. And I hope you learned something from it from Barb's perspective. And we shout out to all those restaurant workers that put in a lot of hard work this chef the people who need substances to de-stress and you know we appreciate you especially during the pandemic as you have to change your business a lot and get laid off or whatever so i i know i love food and i want to keep seeing things change and innovate and yeah brendan anything yeah just don't get into the restaurant business the thing is tough you know like you have to deal with a lot of pe- like annoying people, annoying customers. You have to like even the workers can be very very annoying. So 
I all I gotta say is these these are not like high class people. There's these are like low class people. Hey, it is what it is. It's hard to get good talent for a certain price and have a good high day.